It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do right offense. It's time for another podcast. Wade and Ryan here, NFL London. Yes. Uh, calling this episode 44 last week. Episode. Is, it, is it episode 44? I just sort of made a guess. Okay. I think it's how many we had. Uh, 43. I just came up with the number last week. Uh, it is uh, February. Oh, it's March now. It's March. Hooray! Okay, another year closer. Another Listen, month closer. Another week closer to watching people in shorts stretch. Yay. Oh, no, actually, that's literally tomorrow or today. It starts. The whole uh, combine. The combine started yesterday. Oh, it did it. The combine started yesterday with offensive linemen and running backs. I didn't know if I thought it actually Yeah, no, started so today, today is, I believe, uh, there's quarterbacks. I, I believe quarterbacks, there's a whole bunch of them. They, they mix it down basically by position, but it was offensive linemen. And, uh, sorry, offensive line people, and um, can't be judgmental, right? Um, <laughs> offensive linemen and running backs, there were a few disappointments. I think one of them was um, Hollyfield, you know, all of, uh, Alexander Hollyfield. Oh, yeah. His son, son, he's a beast. He's an absolute monster. But I think he ran a 4-7, so I think yeah. that was quite def- de- devastating for him. But he's a monster, and I mean, you look at him, he's a great Georgia running back. He's a solid back. I, I love they did an interview with him on the NFL Network I was watching, and Kid's got the same pizzazz. Like, he's grounded. He's got all this stuff where he talks about You'll sell father. some... I'll tell you what. You take a flyer on Holyfield, you're going to at least sell some Holyfield jerseys. Exactly. Like, that is almost like... I don't know what round he's projected in. I'd be interested to look I think he's four, I think up. they were saying maybe fourth round. Okay, yeah. Like, why not? Like, again, with, with running back... It, just take a fly. Most of the great running backs we've seen over the last couple of years are not first rounders. No, and you've got so, so many. It's all work ethic. And then when you've got someone like this, when you say when he he looks at you know his dad in, inspired in him to be the best, to work the hardest. Yeah. He set the, the bar high though. That's yeah, unfortunately, yeah. that's the big dif- that's the difficulty. Like we, even when you're now got LeBron's son coming up, and you're going to start seeing all these people. Most of the sons don't really follow in the footsteps. They don't, but the, the interesting, the only thing I would seem interesting is how many ear jokes are made at his expense in a locker room. <laughs> wow. done, most of those kids weren't even born when that well, happened. Oh, you're still going to Google it. So they probably don't even uh, know who Evander Holyfield is, to be honest with you. Well, I'm sure a lot of people do. I mean, he's quite an iconic athlete, and a lot of people who watch athletes and athletics are going to know that Evander Holyfield, uh, quite the champ, quite the beast, um, yeah, but boxing's just not really what it was. So no, no one really talks about it. The I know, UFC has taken over. So that's why. Yeah. I'm sure there's some of them who don't know who I'm I'm sure there yeah. aren't, but it'll be interesting to see. And it's, so the NFL comment is on. Uh, luckily, in the UK, we can watch it. Uh, if you have Game Pass, uh, you can watch it on the NFL Network. They do have it on the NFL Network, which is really nice. Really nice to see. Uh, and also, you can watch some of the AAF games, which is uh, fantastic. There's uh, four games um, over the weekend, which we'll get into later. We'll get into some of the news. I mean, everyone's talking Kyler Murray right now. He has now said he's not going yes. to he's not going to uh, do any of the drills, which usually number ones don't do that anyway. Uh, people were surprised. <laughs> he just walked in being like, "I'm five ten, bitches," and he's just like, "Get you guys yeah. five ten days." Like, I'm out. Well, it's See also you later. it's interesting because number everyone, one pick. <laughs> everyone came in thinking uh, there was all this height judgment because people thought that maybe he was inflating his height, and some of the scouts were thinking maybe he's actually five seven. And it's like, well, okay. He wasn't five seven. But then they show me he's like, oh, he's actually five ten. Like the like the like there's the, the riddle has been unsolved uh, some somehow there. Um, it's such a weird thing, like to think like half an inch mm. is so important. Hey, hey, hey that's what she I said. Know. <laughs> you know, there's so many them. porn jokes that were going in. It's like, sorry, sir, you're just half yeah, an inch, half too an inch short. too short. Hey, to ride this ride, you, you won't be even this. be able to see it. Um, it. Interestingly enough, now we did talk about this at Kyler Murray now. You know, Arizona has basically uh, taken the Rosen under out of the bus and yes. thrown him under the bus. Pretty much, you're looking at. Uh, will ju- you know they're going to take Kyler Murray? Do you keep well, both of them? They're not 100 percent going to take Kyler no. Murray. It's <laughs> just because uh, Cliff Kingsbury said that 
that quote about if he had the number one pick, uh, he would draft him. But that yeah. was when he was playing them. He was probably yeah. just trying to get in his head, maybe. Who knows? Sure, yeah. But that, that again, now that we've seen, like, the success of Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray is, like, watching his highlights, he is ridiculous. Like, ridiculous how in fast college. He is, he is, yes. How fast he is, how accurate he was. He was, like, unbelievable. So, yeah. and... Guys like Baker showed that you don't need to be afraid of the the five ten. Like he's basically ha- not even an inch shorter than Russell Wilson. Yeah. And look at the year Russell Wilson had. Actually, look at the year Russell Wilson has every single year. Yeah. So I think uh, there's a good chance either someone's going to trade up for him, or they then have to then decide do they take him and then they have to get rid of Josh Rosen. Which is then, that's really Well, can you really blame Josh Rosen when you had a really inept offensive line last year? I mean, you couldn't... I mean, Rosen did have some... Not some great games. He wasn't definitive, as maybe some of the other starting quarterbacks no, were. Like, some sure. Rookies. I feel like Josh Rosen got also, like, everyone made a lot of excuses for his poor play. Huh. Like, everyone... A lot of teams have bad offensive lines, and they make it work. Like... So and he had Larry Fitzgerald. He had David Johnson. And they like, didn't he, utilize David Johnson hardly anything. So, so is like, that his? Yes, his offensive line sucked, you know. But um, but so did Buffalo's and mm-hmm. Josh Allen at least did something on his feet to show to make games exciting. But Josh Rosen was just terrible. But he does have a lot of value. Like it is not a hundred percent his fault. Like yeah. he's still is considered like one of the better throwers out of those groups. So I think if they decide to go Kyler Murray, I think you could definitely get a first rounder back, like a late first rounder. So teams like, you know, the Patriots, the the Saints, the people who have old quarterbacks, you know, yeah. the Giants, who may be like, okay, well, now we can just get this young guy for a late first rounder who, if he was in the draft this year, probably would have went number one. Yeah. So... I think it's a really exciting time for they, if they can see what they can get for Rosen. Do no, it. You, you obviously when you're in that position, and obviously when you look at the way Oakland is going to try to restructure, restructure their team, um, yeah, it'll be an interesting to see. And who would want Josh Rosen? I mean, like he, he's you know he I did, think he's he got did, value. He does have some value. I think towards the end of the season, he was starting to really get comfortable in the game. Yeah. You could see him more comfortable in the pocket. He didn't look like a deer in the headlights like he was well, at the first start of the yeah, season. Yeah. He had his moments, but yeah, it just he was just really inconsistent, and maybe uh, and like he's now there was like a thing on Instagram that he took down all of his uh, all of his Arizona stuff. I love how like yeah. childish like, it feels like Social a child. Media. Yeah, like that's yeah. their version of like oh, I'm ripping his poster off yeah. my wall. You'll never hear from me. Yeah, yeah, it's just like I ain't speaking to you guys anymore. It's just so hilarious in a way that that's what it becomes. So, and he was the guy who was arrogant, saying like, "All oh, first nine teams made a mistake passing on me," and then he goes out and has a crap year. Yeah. So he's angry, and then when this happens, hearing that after one year you're going to replace him, they yeah. always said like he's a bit of a hothead and he'll just react and do what. Well, he's young. He's impetuous. Exactly. And, but so, at the same time, you would think that he should, as a quarterback. Should have more points. But, but if I were a team like the Saints or Patriots who know I'm going to lose, even like Pittsburgh, yeah. you know, just someone, you have a late first rounder, I'd give it up for Josh Rosen to be my potential quarterback of the future. For that value yeah. of like a late first rounder, I don't think you could beat that. Yeah, and, well, and it could that be, would be a very smart move for someone to come <clears> in. It could be an interesting move for the Patriots, obviously, with uh, Brady, but, you know, obviously they uh, want. That would infuriate me. That with a discipline. Which is why I know it's going to happen. Well, I mean, the Patriots, I mean, we're going to talk about some of the things. I mean, obviously, the big we're, we'll get into the Le'Veon Bell because as we were, Ryan and I were sort of talking earlier, Alex Collins, Baltimore running back, look out for that tree, George. The jungle, he crashed yeah. his car into it. They waved him. Uh, now people are saying that Did they're they number- wave him just because he crashed his car? I think they waved him because they're like, Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell. Um, <laughs> maybe it's just an excuse. Well, I think they were- But now he's sort of a, pre- a front runner to go, you know, and, and would Le'Veon Bell under Lamar Jackson 
uh, those two in a tandem. Yeah. Very you know, interesting, very interesting. It's very interesting because it's also one of those things that, um, like when Brett Favre left and went to Minnesota, he's like, I want to play the team that, that, yeah. that didn't want me anymore. Yeah. So he's like, I want to play you twice. And if he's that type of competitor, like, that was hilarious oh, yeah, what Brett was. Favre did. Uh, by doing that, and then having one of like, one of his best seasons ever uh, yeah. in Minnesota, so I could definitely see him doing it. I think that would be a really smart smart move by him, and it just shows it would just be such great for television. Oh god, yeah. About, then trade for AB and have them uh, both going. Well, against. I mean, I think when you have AB, and you know, obviously AB was on the news last night. He said, no way they're trading him to Baltimore. Uh, no. But AB said that uh, Ben Big Ben had an owner's mentality uh, that basically called him out after all the games, said, AB, you should have done this, you should have done this. But I'm like, man, you missed the play. You couldn't even throw it. You couldn't even hit it. So, I mean, he, so he called him out. But now that there's this sort of whole locker room bitching mentality, uh, now people are even saying that their AB could go to the Saints and that people are talking high up in the Saints. And what a great combination that would be with him and True Breeze. Jesus. Yeah, because at least Drew Brees, like, you know, he'll get him the ball. Oh, God, And yeah. he's not going to sit and shit-talk Drew Brees. No, and um, Drew Brees... Well, maybe he would, because Antonio Brown is really um, not someone you can really contain. No. Um, he's a bit... And he's just making him... He's just behaving so childishly. It's just like, you want to go somewhere? Shut up. Yeah, no, exactly. Because right now, you're just making it impossible. Because if I was Pittsburgh, and all I'm getting is, like, a three for him... I'd be like, all right, but come or play, come come play or don't. Well, like, you have to wonder because too. it's not worth yeah. just giving him away. Because for what he's kind of doing back to the organization, I know he feels slighted, but he's also behaving terribly. And any Pittsburgh fan cannot really be on his side. I don't think like. No, he's been a childish, childish behavior. It's just been like sure, Big Ben's probably an asshole, uh, and I'm sure he's difficult. Um, but again, when you're the quarterback. You're the man. Like, yeah. you're the leader of the team. Like, I'm sorry. Like, don't, it doesn't matter how good you are. Like, Julio Jones still takes a backseat to Matt Ryan when yeah. they talk. Matt Ryan won the MVP. So it's like, that's just the way the game is, dude. And it's like, if you think that they're going to get rid of Big Ben over you, you're crazy. No, He's exactly. won two Super Bowls and been to another one. You've never even done that. Yeah, no, so. exactly. It's, it's hard. I mean, you also wonder how much psychology goes into it <clears throat> when you are a free agent. That there is this trash talking. Is it strategic? Are, are they saying things because they want... Are there coded messages, I guess? Are they saying certain things to certain teams by saying this? You know, because there is obviously an attraction value. And when you have people with AB, you've got Oakland, Tennessee, right. Washington coming after him. Is his agent saying to him, okay, do this, don't do this in the media? Because if you just shut up, sometimes the hype creates more yeah. excitement and, and adds to your value. So you wonder how much of logistics are in that. Well, I think, yeah, I think it's also just smart for Pittsburgh just to sit back. And they're in no rush to trade him. Like, I think he has like a roster bonus. Yeah. Like, who cares? Just pay it. Uh, because I think what's going to happen is it gets closer to the season. That's when teams are going to be like, oh, maybe AB would be worth it. Like, yeah. you know, we were having a good camp. Maybe someone goes down in, in, training, in training camp that they're going to need someone. So why give them away now for like a third where yeah. in, in July or August you can get a first? Like, yeah. Like if Amari um, Cooper went for a first, like there's no reason maybe getting close to the beginning of the season, someone's like, yeah, I'll give you a first. For Antonio Brown, we're going to go for this. Yeah, no, I mean, it makes, it, it makes you know, timing and the patience so I would, fix everything. just hold on to him and just be like... Hold on, yeah, and keep it going, you know. Uh, treat him mean, keep him keen, as my dad used to tell me. Um, the other interesting development I thought that people were saying actually this morning was Le'Veon Bell and the Chiefs. 
that uh, the Chiefs might aggressively pursue Le'Veon Bell, you Man. lose Kareem Hunt. Could you imagine him on the Chiefs you know, in the home? That's a pretty badass move if he did that. That would be insane. It would be. But would... Why wouldn't the Chiefs go for that? That is what you're missing. Yeah. You... It's absolutely fair enough. I guess it's a money. Uh, I guess you have to look at their cap situation. Well, they just increased the cap. Was it 188? Only... Everyone gets an extra 10 million this year. Yes, but the only problem is with a team like uh, the Chiefs, you're going to have. Um, you're going to have Tyreek Hill coming up. You're going to yeah. have uh, Travis Kelce's contract coming up. You're going to have... Um, they've got a couple of guys on D Ford's contract coming up. So they got a lot of guys. And then Mahomes coming up in a couple of years. Yeah. So it's like they got a lot of guys when, that they're going to have to pay. And to give Le'Veon Bell what he wants. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see it. Yeah. I just think money-wise, they're not going to... Unless they're just like, fuck it, let's just go for it for these Well, that's it. Do you do, do you do like, a, do you just go for it and you just say, let's see like, what happens. We're like, going for the championship. Like Seattle, Seattle did, basically, yeah. where they had that team that was just basically in it every year uh, for like three or four years. Yeah, you know what? I'd, I'd be down with that. That would be awesome. It would be, be terrible for everyone else in the AFC because that pretty much. It would totally would. And I mean, the other person that was in the news, Bryce Harper, who signed the world uh, record baseball 13 contract. 13 years. 13 that's years, like, 330 million. I wonder how NFL players look at that and go, because he doesn't. Well, they, 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 you can't really compare for a couple of reasons. Because no. Because they play 162 games. No, of course. It's not so as they fit. literally play 10 times more games. Yes, they do. And it's, it's not as physical, but at the same time, that's a huge amount of money. He's been lobbying to get Le'Veon Bell to come to Philly, which obviously we know in Pennsylvania See, is I like think, death. I think Philly is a great, great place for Le'Veon Bell to go because like, um, they just they that was the one piece of their puzzle missing. Like they got yeah. injuries, Ajayi went down, and then it was just you're just like a running back by committee. And I think they really missed uh, someone like um, was it Garrett Blunt. Yeah, like they need that kind of bell cow, and a guy like Le'Veon Bell would be awesome there. I think that would be a really smart move. Yeah, well, it could be interesting. I, mean, I just don't think in Pennsylvania you want to trade someone within Pennsylvania to Pennsylvania. There's such a heated rivalry between But those you also teams. want to get them out of your conference. So. Yeah, no, for sure. I but guess, it, do they really hate each other that much if they're in separate I think, conferences? Well, dude, I guess the Giants and Philly the Jets Philly and Pittsburgh do. hate each like, other. Giants and Jets Hockey, uh, Flyers, Penguins, they hate each other. It's funny. It's like no matter where you are in Britain, you still hate your neighbor. Exactly. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. Everywhere you are in the world, it's yeah. just like Britain. It's like just you hate guy over there. You hate the town next to you for some reason. It is. It's uh, <laughs> those guys over there it's doing that stuff. It's such a weird psychological. It thing. is, but it's uh, it's part of it's part of the way we grow up. The other interesting ones are talking two players are linking possibly uh, to the Patriots: Indomica Sue, and maybe Earl Thomas. Oof. Now Earl Thomas on this. On the Patriots. I mean, he well, had three picks in four games. Yeah. I guess the one thing, though, that I, I would hate that, by the way. Um, mm. That would be terrible. But uh, I think Earl Thomas is going to go to the Cowboys because there was all that talk. Like, he's from Dallas. It's his favorite yeah. team growing up. And I think, like, he was always wanting to be on Dallas. So I think if Dallas is smart, they're going to throw a lot of money and he'll go there. Even though that would be a really smart move by him. It would uh, be. But, I mean, Patriots. if you want to win a championship, be, you know, oh, for a lot of people. I think Sue for the Patriots would be interesting. Obviously, you know, would be he could like, be. He wants a, to win a he wants to win a Super Bowl. Like he knows he's in his last couple of years. He's getting up there because their defense seemed to be playing. I mean, the defense throughout the season struggled for New England. I found, but near the end of the season, obviously, look at that Super Bowl. That Super that Bowl, a, they basically played a, on their heads. One of the greatest defensive yeah. performances ever. It was absolutely amazing. But I think a lot of those guys played just beyond their performance skills, which is great. You yeah, in wonder, the biggest game, that's the whole uh, point of it, I guess. You know. So it'll be interesting. The one thing about the Patriots, so we'll, we'll get into the Patriots. Um, the Patriots' character coach, just they have a character coach. He just resigned. 
he was a minister, Jack Easterby, uh, felt uncomfortable in this situation in New England. What situation is that? Uh, it's Robert Kraft. Oh, gosh. So we get. Well, I'll tell you what, the character coach has got some real strong morals and ethics. He does. He just sticks to his guns. Well, I mean, they brought him in after that whole Jovan Belcher thing, because he used to play... Remember Jovan Belcher, the guy who killed his girlfriend in Kansas City and then went to go kill himself at Kansas City? Ugh. So they brought him in to basically help... Because there's a, there's a psychological motivation with the players. You've got to keep them healthy and happy and keep their mental health and keep them motivated and why not have a Yeah, I thought yeah. that's nice. Yes, but Robert Kraft. So, but Robert Kraft, and apparently, so he was busted in Jupiter, Florida. For anyone who doesn't know Jupiter, Florida, it is pretty much the richest, one of the richest cities in all of America. I imagine. Uh, it's where all the golfers live. Uh, so Tiger Woods, everyone, everyone who's a professional golfer lives down there. Um, I think one of the guys, one of the girls who plays in the LGB, LGBA tour, uh, was her boyfriend was also caught in this whole thing. Uh, um, but there's a human sex trafficking that goes on because yes. these people were brought in. There was a knowledge, I guess, explicit or complicit knowledge from him that these people were maybe, um, you know, foreigners that were uh, servicing the sex That's industry. That's where it gets a little sticky, you know. Because, hey, because, <laughs> hey, hey. It's, it's got sticky all yeah. over. Um, no, because it's one of those... Um, yeah, because once you bring in that phrase, human trafficking, that takes a whole other of course angle. Because if this was Robert Kraft goes to a rub and tug before his team plays, yeah. that's just a funny story. Yeah. If it's like everyone's on board in in the situation and and it's a fair enough deal. But the, that's the funny thing is that he did it like before his game in yeah. Florida, then flew to Kansas City. It's like, yeah. hold on, guys, before yeah. we go. Gotta make a stop. Where you I got to make a quick stop before yeah. we go. But in uh, why fly? Like he obviously had some sort of... Um, you know, tie to them. If you're going to go to Florida, like you have to go to this one strip mall in Florida because that's where he gets his jam on. I know. It's just, it's just, you're Robert, you're a billionaire. He's a billionaire and he's also got like a 30, he had like a 30 year old wife. He's known. I mean, you look at his sort of. That's just strong word of mouth, I guess. You know, uh, people are like, dude, you got to try this you place got, in yeah, the strip exactly. mall. Yeah, exactly. It's like, where in the strip yeah. mall? Strip mall of Jupiter, Florida. Are you uh, sure? <laughs> are you sure, Mr. Kraft? Um, you have to look at, you know, obviously a lot of people have, um, distance themselves from Mr. Kraft as a result of this. Um, you know, there. you also have to wonder, too, I mean, there was a, obviously, we're not going to get into too much politics, but, you know, this whole, Trump has been trying to crack down on this pedophile rings that he, he claims across all America. Um, Trump, former friend, him and Kraft, former friends, apparently, um, you wonder if Trump had anything to do with it. Why would he, no, what, wait, he set it up? Well, I, 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 I don't, so. maybe, he, maybe he was like, go ahead, you know. You're already looking, the Prime Minister of Canada is probably going to get thrown in prison. Trump's, but you wonder I don't if think he's, Trump's focusing on a strip mall uh, but you wonder, tug in, in Florida. You had, he, in had Jupiter, Florida. he had to be informed. He had to be informed. Actually, sure, it wouldn't surprise me if that is the one thing he's focusing yeah, on. Because I'm sure the Secret <laughs> Service or the CIA came in and said, Mr. Trump, Mr. Kraft has been caught. And there'd be... <laughs> yeah, but that's his buddy, though. That's his buddy, though. A yeah. former buddy, apparently. Apparently, after the election, these guys have distanced themselves. Obviously, Trump still has that animosity toward well, no, the NFL owners. Anyway, I don't want to talk about Well, this. I know. But he's, there's still that animosity because well, the NFL again, owners. He's What's going to He's going to get suspended. Like, he's yeah. gonna, like Jim Irsay got like six games for like drinking and driving. Yes. Right? And that so, wasn't a... That wasn't a um, that, yeah. That was just... And yeah, he got six games. So he's definitely not going to be watching his team raise his uh, thing. So then the question is, if it gets into this whole ugliness of sex trafficking... He's got to see you later. Like Jerry Richardson lost yeah. his team um, for, for. Wouldn't that be interesting if he had to sell his team? Well, no, he'd probably just give it to his son. Yeah. Um, or something like that. I don't know if, even if they let him. But yeah, but you know what? If it gets to something, if something shadier comes out from this, yeah, yeah he's going to have to get rid of that team. Like if they did that to, to Jerry Richardson and there's a strong thing of like 
because you're talking like to your players, like don't be doing this, don't be doing yeah. this, and then you're supposed to be the the shining example yeah. for your organization, so you get the most punishment. So yeah, I think if it goes ugly, he's he's lost his team. Well, yeah, it's hard to hold the higher moral ground when you're getting stroked off under. Cut the, table. the head off the snake. Yeah, there's many. And then we're gonna in there. see the Patriots fall. You did see that there was. Uh, they did have pictures of Tom Brady consoling Robert Kraft. Uh, I don't know if this is Photoshop doctor, but they did show pictures of them like embracing. I don't know if Tom went for the full lip kiss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Tom, Tom, Tom. No, it's okay. I don't need it. No, there's, just there's just a little watching. bit. Just a little bit. Just a, a little bit, Daddy. Yeah, just a little. Just a little sugar. Um, speaking of sugar, uh, no sugar, who knows, uh, Johnny Menzil, no. uh, he is kicked out of the CFL, he is not allowed, he's he banned vi- from all violated, teams, banned from all teams, uh, ineligible, uh, it was a very small but short thing, so people are talking about, you know, was it drug related, because that's, you know, he had substance yeah, problems, that's gotta be dead. but also, would, was he doing this to get out of contract so he could go to the AAF? Uh, well, it's a bit laid down to go to the AAF. It's a little bit late, but I think he done. wants to basically because the CFL. He's got to go to the XFL. You would have to, but the CFL because the CFL start season would start very soon uh, because the season start kicks off in June, which means training camp would start in a few weeks. Yeah. So that would mean that Johnny Menzil basically said to Montreal, uh, "Hey, yeah, I'm not uh, coming back." You so know what? yeah, I think he's done. We should stop talking about Johnny Menzil. Like he, he wasn't even good in Montreal, but like, he was terrible playing there. He had a better I feel bad. Montreal traded two first round picks for this guy, and now he's gone. Yeah, and like, the fact that every team is no longer allowed to sound, and it's like you're out of the league. Yeah, you know, it's got to be for something pretty serious. Well, yeah, and I think it's just like he's just showing yet again. That when it's tough for him, he just screws himself up. Yeah. It's always like his whole life. It it's was like probably, he's a millennial. Like he's he's from like what like a millionaire family. Like yeah. He, so and everything, even in college, every he just won the Heisman. He was amazing. Yeah. Everything, and then he hit the wall. Yeah. And some people, like I guess, if I don't know if this is the case, but if just everything's easy in life, when it gets hard, it's even harder. For, yeah. for people who well, have someone who's had a that bit kind of, of life, run, yeah. <laughs> uh, life, basically. They haven't had the struggle. You're right. He hasn't had sort of that reality and check. So when your reality checks come to cash in, he hides under the bed. Um, so it would have to be something, obviously very big, because they were not going to talk about it. He has had previous uh, problems with, uh, obviously, abuse of women and substance abuse. So the idea then is it's going to be one of those. It's doubtful, I would, I would assume, because he's married now. His wife, obviously, in the news we were talking about, his wife is the fastest woman in the world, yes. apparently, for cheating in a marathon, uh, half they married marathon. Or they They're married, yeah. Brie Tiesi Manziel. Uh, she set the fastest mile maybe ever by a woman. Maybe that's why the CFL kicked him out. Maybe it is. Just, maybe like, she's performance enhancing. Maybe they're both juiced. You, your wife has, has ruined the integrity of running. Yeah, she's ruined it all. Uh, was, uh, so You're out of the league. They're saying she must have somehow um, cheated because... You know, she said an average time, it was like, she said a, a half marathon time of like one hour 58, when an average woman's marathon is like two hours 20. Um, but they figured it out that the last four miles, she was running a four minute mile <laughs> consistently. Now, if you've ever, I've never run a four minute mile. I know it's oh, very, you should try it. It's I, I, I don't think I would. I but then the doing time. four of those in a row. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I won! And then having a glass of pink rosé after. a robot would run out of gas a bit. You would think three. it would be something. So, I mean, then obviously... I want to know what the real, what she did, though. I'm, I'm, in, I'm intrigued I'm sure in it's this. probably, I'm sure it rhymed with it's, Uber. It's either going to be e-scooter, <laughs> yeah. uh, Uber, or uh, one of those uh, rolly things, she hoverboards. Pop, she popped hoverboard. out one of those tents, like they just had something set up, a little blind, like a duck blind somewhere. She pops out of it, jumps into the race... 
Um, but then she's surprisingly deleted um, all of her uh, all of her Instagram posts on it. It's like <laughs> yeah, I'm sure nobody uh, scrubbed those. I, it's, so it's maybe they don't like to believe it. Um, but the CFL is going to be interesting. I think this, this year the CFL has now been very active. Uh, Randy Ambrosi, who is the commissioner of the CFL, uh, has been very active. He's a former player. Um, and really pushing for international. He's been signing all these international developments. He's been signing international developments with uh, leagues in France, Germany, not England, because uh, I think BAFA is a bit messed up. Um, so he hasn't found anything there. But interesting that they're going to start developing training camps and programs to help see it and bring the CFL yeah, here. International pretty- development. Yeah, definitely. I think you're seeing that um, with a lot. Like the NBA uh, starting a, a league in Africa, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Um, so to do that. So I think, yeah, why not? Like there's like a wealth of talent of look at the size of some of these rugby guys. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of it's like, instead of uh, cauliflower, you just want to come play football and you get come play brain Canada. damage. Yeah, come, so. or come to Canada. Have you ever, heard, I think have you ever that, heard of Saskatoon? Hey, anything that can always improve the, the, the talent is just going to improve the game. Yeah. So... You know, it is a big gamble because um, who knows? Like, who knows how successful it's going to be? But I think if it's marketed properly and people know about it, I, I'd be down for if there was an England league. I would yeah. go to some games. Well, I think there was the ill-fated CFL expansion in the 90s when they went into oh, uh, places America. like Las Vegas and yeah. America. And it essentially was <clears throat> NFL Europe. You know, it expanded. It contracted. Um, there was a lot of problems with some of the teams there. Um you know, there's a, it just fractured the CFL and fractured the league is basically it was almost the USFL added to the CFL. Although those teams faded and folded, um, but, you know, developing the homegrown industry and the CFL still gets a lot of people. You know, Halifax is looking for a team. Um, so it could be interesting when you're starting to build these in, especially with Halifax only being four and a half hours from London. Um, you know, it's a little easier to swallow. The other thing they're talking about with the CFL uh, is the NFL is starting to look at the idea of the sky judge. Um, which is basically an official that sits in the press box between the press and the officials to then rule. They're using this in the AAF. AAF and yeah, using the totally. CFL. Absolutely. Like someone who's like, hey, guys, you missed this. Yeah. Drop a flag. Yeah. So this guy judges I'd an extra absolutely rule. be down with that. That guy would have a lot of power, though. A lot He's of power. Like God and if you over watch the game. The, they, if you watch the AAF, and if you watch the AAF, they cut to this guy judge. So they'll cut you and yeah, go, Yeah, hey, because you get to listen to the He to gets the to listen to his motivation. Well, that's kind of like in rugby. They do yeah. that in rugby when, they, when they're when they checking out a try. And it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's nice to hear what they're saying instead of just sitting there like watching somebody watch watch a screen you can't see. It's inferior. Yeah, and I think it's also the problem when you're, when you're adjusting with, I think, a younger audience is when you have so many delays in the game, when you have so many instant replays and so many stoppages in the game, you're losing a an audience that is very tacit in devices, you know, gimme, gimme, gimme. So if you have breaks and pauses, you're losing that younger generation. They're like, boring. So I, <laughs> no, think, I think it's a great idea. Anything to speed the game along. Yeah. I think that would have like solved so many problems if you think about um, like, especially in that Saints game. Like that could have easily have been, hey guys, you missed it, drop a flag. They would have shown the replay. I don't think there's one person who would have complained about that. No. Except that the true, uh, basically, the... the the cheaters. Traditionalists. Yeah. You know, just like, no, we got to keep it, you know, mistakes are part of the game. And it's like, no, that's a terrible... No, no it's not. You don't you don't want glaring mistakes like that because it is such a, a fan-invested business. You can't have that kind of cheating. And, and obviously, um, yeah, it, it, there's got to be something to be done. It's got to be done that increases fairness and decreases uh, delays. 
And that's a difficult thing, but in this technological environment, there's got to be ways that we can find this. Right. There's got to be ways that we Absolutely. can adjust this. There's no reason we can't get like calls up to like 99%. No, exactly. And if it involved putting sensors on people so that they cross sensor lines, then we'll have to do it or something, you know, that you can actually judge impact. Um, it is week four in a uh, week four to week 10 in the AAF. Um, 10 weeks is 10 it? week 10 season weeks. 10 week season uh well, i guess diamond's out could go but he could i, I it would, it'd have to be what his physical state is like in right now um someone will take him you got two teams the are the east division is the big division you've got orlando and birmingham uh which are the undefeated teams three and oh tonight there's a team uh the game's on at nine o'clock you can watch that on your nfl game pass san diego at memphis two and one fleet at the 0-3, I don't know There's their, their team name. I forget them. Uh, they're all interesting names. It's weird if you think of San Diego fans going and just being, well, then, like, yeah, just the, being like, man, <laughs> we had the Philip Rivers last year, and now we got to watch but this. But the team apparently... But like, it's fine for teams like Birmingham yeah. who never had football, so it's cool that they at least get something. Well, like, they, they did have San a Diego, uh, CFL team. That's gotta, that yeah. one's got to sting just sitting there. Well, apparently also San Diego has had higher attendance records uh, than they did <laughs> for the Chargers. Interesting enough, too, uh, Birmingham did it with CFL team. So, you know, the numbers have been growing up. Apparently, there are some more money woes. Apparently, they still have to keep borrowing more money. Uh, I don't know if they if they looked at the liquidity for their whole season. Um, but, you know, the more the, the, the ratings are up. So as long as people are watching it, people are going. It seems to be a success so far, which is nice. Um, we mentioned the NFL salary cap has gone up uh, $10 million per team. So six year in a row. Um, of course. There's so there's going to be some teams that obviously benefit from this. Some teams that you know it's are well, right I think at the it benefits level. Every team. Well, there's some teams also right at their level. Yeah, an extra ten million, of course, is going to help. Especially if you're looking for someone now, even on like a one-year deal, who like a veteran that that could put you over the top. That, yeah, that comes in handy. That extra ten million. Again, I don't know who's. I know a few of the teams at the highest, but I don't know who's in the worst salary cap position. Yeah, no, I'm not sure. I mean, I know like Philadelphia is not great, so that's why I'm getting. Uh, a Le'Veon would Le'Veon's be... Le'Veon's going to be tough. But again, there's always ways. You just cut people. Everyone's yeah. going to start. There's going to be the March cuts. Uh, or sorry, no, the June cuts. Yeah. So, and then you're gonna, we're going to start seeing now free agency. So. And then, uh, obviously, uh, March 13th is when we uh, the free agency uh, happens. Yes. There's going to be some interesting moves in that. Uh, hopefully, the season doesn't seem as shorter. Uh, the one thing I did want to talk about last before we, we close it out, uh, Mark Bulger, Jared Allen, Keith Bullock. I don't know if you saw these guys. are trying for, for a curling team. They both <laughs> said that after the NFL careers, they wanted to look at winning an Olympic medal. Uh, and they thought the easiest way. So they looked at everyone. I have talked about this with my friends, yeah. that saying that the great thing about curling is it's never too late to be an Olympian. It's never too late. <laughs> but a lot of people think that it is an older... I mean, Canada, we, we destroy that's why it's That's curling. what's hilarious about it. It's like... There's still, like, I'm sitting here being like, yeah, well, maybe this all will work, work out what I'm trying. Then I'll give curling a shot. Just if all else fails, Why curling. not? Yeah, you exactly. might be amazing at it. And, I mean, I have done it, uh, it under the, under hard, the influence. It is it it's is very hard. hard. It is very, very hard. Um, but, you know, good luck for them. They're trying for Beijing 2022. Oh, uh, the U.S. does have a good curling team, so <laughs> there is something to be said for their, you know. You know, it's the off-season where we got cur cur hey. end, end on curling. End on <laughs> curling. But always interesting when NFL players uh, can do something with their lives as opposed hey, to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What else? Because it's got to, that's the one thing I, I think you don't really realize about athletes is like they retire at like 34, yeah. 35. Like 
I'm 40 now. Like, yeah. it, I couldn't, they have their whole lives ahead. Whole it's lives. like, what do you do? In millions, yeah. You know, and there's only so many uh, analyst jobs you can no, get. No, exactly. And maybe some of them are like, I'm done talking about oh, football. Because yeah. there's a really cool one. Uh, I don't know who it is. And he just be, got, just became an FBI agent. Oh, really? And he's okay. an ex-NFL player. Oh, that'd be uh, good. We'll, look that we'll, up. We'll look, look that up. That up. So he just agent. passed and became an FBI agent. Wow. Uh, so that that was very cool. I think a lot of the, the players, you know, the big thing that you see players investing in now is uh, uh, is obviously cannabis <laughs> because they smoke weed, their careers are done. Cannabis is, and the CBD oil industry is booming in North America right now. Charles Tillman. Charles Tillman. Oh my God, Charles Tillman. Charles yeah. Tillman is now an FBI wow. agent. Wow, he, he was a good cornerback, wasn't he, back in the day? Yeah, he was great. Yeah. So that that's why, um, that, wow. see, those are cool little stories. Like That's a cool yeah. second job to go well, to. Well, it would be, and that would be a great TV show. F Charles Tillman, FBI. Yeah. <laughs> Someone gets arrested. Man, you Charles Tillman? Yeah, oh my like, God, yeah, man, I love you're you. You're under arrest. Yeah. <laughs> then you show up, and then you show up, like, Mary, him Chicago and Stevens. Him and Steven Seagal and Shaq. Yeah. It's an investigative detective show. Should, that's a good TV show right yeah, there. Yeah, legendary Chicago Bear. Yeah, Charles, Charles Tillman. Tillman. Oh, that's awesome. That's great for the Bears. So he must be in Chicago doing that. Well, that's awesome. That's good news. So everyone, uh, if you want to go and commit a federal crime yeah. in America, do it in you Chicago. You better watch your back. You better watch. Charles yeah. Tillman will be watching. Can you imagine yours. if you try to run away from him. Oh my God! I can't believe you caught me, Charles. Yeah. Can we do it again? Uh, well, that's it. Uh, enjoy it uh, for the podcast this week. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, Wade and See, that's Ryan. a better way to end it. It is a better way. Than on curling. Than FBI on curling. agent. FBI agent Charles Tillman, folks. Hold that one out. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you next week.